all right and we are live welcome everybody to episode 24 of the hunger for the hustle podcast a place and a space where we dive deep into people's stories of struggles to success and really find out what drives their hunger for the hustle my guest today is lewis sandoval born in brooklyn raised in queens and now living in jersey he's been working in the av industry for eight years and is currently an AV senior support engineer at Twitter for four years. The great thing about Lewis, and I love this, Lewis says he is honestly doing what he loves to do and getting paid for it and doesn't even consider it work. His desire is to inspire and motivate others to pursue and accomplish their dreams <clears throat> so they can do what they love to do and get paid for it as well. Lewis, yeah. how are you today, sir? Good, good, good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm doing awesome. Thank you very much. It's great to have you here. And, and, you know, you had me on your show a couple of weeks ago. and We're just paying back the favor here and, and loving that. We had a lot of fun on that show, didn't we? Which is, um, I believe it's going to be available soon, is it? Is that right? Yes, yes. Actually, right after this, I'm going to go on YouTube and I'm going to just share it. Well, how about that? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, we had a lot of fun there and we dived into stuff and it became evident to both of us that we just had to have you on here because you've got such a great story that we're going to dive into but i think before that i mean let's 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 tell the audience or some people who might not know what is av what is audio visual and what does your role at twitter involve day to day sure so audio visual is pretty much right here audio visual anything has to do with sound speakers microphones visual um presentations video cameras so what i do at at, at uh twitter i was gonna say my old job hell first oh my gosh at twitter uh what i do at twitter is basically if anything breaks down, I'm like the prefix person. I go in there. Let's say, for example, you go into a room and all of a sudden you plug in your laptop and it's not showing up on the screen. I come in. I try to troubleshoot the issue, try and fix it. If the camera's not working, you, you know, you're down to video call and all of a sudden the camera, no image. I go in there, troubleshoot, you know, unplug some wires, give it a reboot. Usually a reboot works on anything, just like a laptop. Just give yeah, it a quick right. reboot and it works. So that's one yeah. thing I do. Another thing I do is that I support events, company-wide events, global all hands. Uh, in office meetings in the cafeteria could host about four or 500 people. We have, you know, we stream it live to uh, the other uh, buildings, offices across the world. And uh, yeah, so I, pretty much we have a production crew. Uh, we, I, Myself, I handle the sound. I have someone handling like the video production switch. I have somebody handling the presentation. So we all take, you know, have our little roles there. And I pretty much lead that team, uh, the event team. And just, you know, delegate and that's what pretty much I do for the most part yeah and now what I'm doing now because we're working from home is pretty much just uh, any new build outs if we're going to upgrade any equipment I coordinate that you know with the team reach out to the AB vendors have them come on site to upgrade the audiovisual equipment in whichever office it is whether it's New York City whether it's San Francisco or Japan I coordinate you know the um pretty much the upgrade of equipment globally awesome Awesome, mate. And, uh, you know, a huge company like Twitter, it takes a lot of moving parts to get these things happening. And it's you're obviously quite an integral part of that process for a lot of people. So has it, has it changed a lot, your working life, now that you're having to do it from home? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it's not that much. Me, I, I'm the type of person, I love to provide a service for people. That's where I get my my satisfaction from. You know, if, if something's broken, I go in the room and I fix it. Like, oh, thank you. That's my satisfaction, that I was able to provide a service. Or even an event, if somebody needs, for example, 
uh, I didn't mention this before, but if people need microphones, you know, set with a microphone or they need, you know, uh, uh, a laptop to be presented onto the display, put that on. That's where I get my satisfaction from. But now working from home, and it's not as much work for me to do. What I'm working on more, like I said before, it's just like working on future pro, uh, future projects. Like, for yeah. example, in New York City, I recently uh, worked with uh, the AV vendor to have them upgrade the equipment in the New York City office. So that's how much my that's how my role has changed or now with this whole COVID working from home. Yeah. So I guess it's it's given a a little bit of downtime to focus on the yes. things, the jobs that were backing up, right? Oh yeah, that project that we put down because we're too busy, we've now got a little bit of time to pick exactly. it up. Exactly. A bit of breathing space. Exactly. So I know I know this because we talked about this off camera, but when did you realize that the particular moment on our story? When what was the moment you realized that you wanted to be working in AV, that that was your dream? It's funny because in high school, right after high school, sometime, uh, I guess I started working in the audiovisual department at my church. And that's how I got involved with AV, you know, pretty much doing sound, you know, adjusting the microphone for the worship team. If they need a microphone set up, going to retreats and setting up the projector and the screen and the audiovisual. And that was kind of like got me inspired. Well, I kind of like this. So I decided to... For some reason, I was like, I don't know if I want to do this completely, but but one thing, one desire I did have was to start like maybe in the future, start my own Christian radio station. So I went to Kingsborough College in Brooklyn, for anybody from Brooklyn, Kingsborough College, and I uh, took up radio broadcasting and I took it for like, I, I got like maybe 30 credits or so, but I yeah. just stopped going. I guess, I guess it didn't, it wasn't for me. I was trying, you know, trying different things and, and that in the AV industry, that wasn't, you know, the, I guess where I was, where I needed to go. That wasn't me. So I just right. stopped going. Uh, I changed my, my, my major to business administration. Why? I don't know. But, you know, maybe I want to have my own business. I don't know. So I did that. And I just, after a while, I just stopped going. I just stopped going. And as time went by, you know, maybe maybe like my mid to late 20s, I was doing, again, audiovisual church. And I enjoyed it so much. And I was like, you know what? I can do this for a living. Why not do what I love to do and get paid for it? Why not? You know, so I, I you know, I don't want to go too much into it, but that's how that's when I found out that that's what I want to do for a living, which was working the AV industry, setting up sound, doing something with AV. And I just felt it. I just had that desire. Yeah. And then from there, did you go back to school where you study and, and get the qualification? Um, you needed, or? Actually, I, I, I did not go back to school before okay. before I made it into the, the AV industry. I was taking a, a, a course like an online course of certification. And um, but again, I they didn't they didn't pretty much finish it. But I yeah. was in the process of doing it. And then in the process of me, you know, taking that, that, that course, I ended up getting, you know, the job in the AV industry. So. Yeah, got it. Got it. Yeah. So, it's, I mean, it's really, and I can relate to that. You, you can get taught to do, you know, practical, physical jobs, which it is, you know, it's a technical job, your job, but it's, you're dealing mm -hmm. with things, you know, actual technology, and that involves a, little, a lot of physical moving parts. And you can you can go to school, you know, I did a full four year apprenticeship and you can do it all, but you really learn that kind of stuff when you're actually doing it, when you're actually on site at the place of work. There's no training like that. Um and and you can you can do it all in the classroom in theory, but then by the time you get to actually doing the work physically, it's completely different anyway, right? So <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I got the job by experience. I didn't have no certifications or anything. It was just the experience I had. And to be honest, it was God's favor the way it happened from like left to right. But I can speak that a little bit later if you want. But it's just the way it happened. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like how that came, came through to you. And you know, one of my sayings is 
and I like to inspire people to do it to take their find their passion and turn it into their paycheck. And I mean, it's nice to speak to someone else who's who's done that and who's living that life now. Like when you get up in the morning, are you someone who's like, yes, man, I got I got work. You you look forward to Monday, right? Yes, I do. I know some people are like, oh my God, Sunday night, I don't want to do it. I don't want to go to work tomorrow. But me Sunday night, I'm just like. I just can't wait to get to work. Like the total opposite. It's amazing. It's great to have that feeling because when do you ever get, you know, like for long, for years, I was like, oh my God, I don't want to go to this job. I don't want to go. But now I'm just like, I can't wait to go to work the next morning. Now with COVID, yeah. it's different. But when I was in the office, I just couldn't wait. I couldn't wait. Yeah. 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 No, it's brilliant. And uh, yeah, good on you for, for, for finding that in your life because I think it's a thing a lot of people aspire to. And and how are you going to find it? Some people just stumble across it, like you. I know you told me that you were, even as a kid, you were fixing, fixing, stumble, accidentally kind of fixing mm -hmm. AV stuff right, that your, your uncle and your dad couldn't fix. Um, and I can relate to that. I was kind of used to run around thinking I was a builder when I was three or four years old. And then a lot of time between those, those younger moments in your little life passes, and you think, wow, actually, you know, here I am living the dream. It's, it's happened for me. Mm -hmm. And it, it can be a bit cliche, can't it? Living the dream, but. You know, if that's if that's your reality, that's your reality, and no one can take that away from you. It's fantastic. Exactly. Exactly. So along that journey, though, from from going, you know, you said you worked in AV and churches, and that, and now you're at Twitter. You're you're really happy. You look forward to your Monday mornings. Were there many challenges that you faced along the way? And and if you did, kind of what were they? Well, for sure. I me, mean, I kind of mentioned it before, which was, you know, I I went to college. I you know for a few years it wasn't you know like the the. I guess the, uh, the avenue I was taking or the stuff the major I was taking wasn't for me. I stopped mm -hmm. going and I just got a nine to five job. I got a nine to five job. Uh, first job right after that was, uh, what was it? Um, driving artists, driving artists to like uh, from Def Jam Records. So I pretty much drove Beyonce to the airport. I had DMX uh, for like a whole day, Ja Rule. So I had, different, different, you know, driving different different entertainers and artists and, and singers around. That's so that was a pretty cool job. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty, and the perks was pretty good too. So yeah. uh, I, I ended up working in the healthcare industry. Uh, that's where I, you know, have nine, 10 years of, of, of the healthcare industry. And it's funny because as much as I tried to apply for jobs in the AV industry, it was like, nope, nope. And the jobs that maybe there was maybe a little possibility of me getting into, it was like, mm -hmm. you had to work crazy hours. It was freelance. It was like on call and I'm married. I can't just be like, all right, babe, you know, I'm not going to, I'm going to stop my full-time job just to do this freelance job and, and you know, how that goes, how the bills are going to be paid. I'm the, I'm the yeah. breadwinner in the house. So how the bills yeah. are going to be paid. So it's hard for me to start working my full-time job to do freelance and not have income coming in. So I couldn't yeah. get those, those jobs or apply for those jobs because of the time, you know, and we're recently married and we can't do that. So it, it was tough. It was tough. So years went by, years went by, I applied for jobs and nothing, nothing. And then, one day, this this guy that I know from my church, he's like, look, I went on an interview. I didn't get the job, but go for it. Let's see what happens. I'm like, all right. Oh, so I called. Okay. I called. I went in. Uh, they were like, oh, come in for an interview. Okay, good, good. The guy, he was like, all right, I see that you don't have any corporate experience, but let me see what I can do for you. And he's looking, and he's looking through the, his papers. All right, I can do this, preventative maintenance, but um, let, me keep, let me try and send you to an interview at a corporate job. And I'm like... Okay. Like he was, he was, he really wanted me to get a job, yeah. you know, and let, let me rewind a little bit here. So I kind of fast forward it real quick, but let me rewind a little bit. When you're, when one door is closed, when that door is closed, it's closed because for years I was trying to leave my job at the healthcare industry. I couldn't leave that job. No matter how much I tried, I couldn't leave it. 
there were so many layoffs. So many, there was like three layoffs in the 10 year period that I was there. And I was spared those 10 years. And I was in a room, there was like maybe like 50 years in the room, 75% of people left the room. And I'm like, okay, what's going on here? This isn't, this isn't good. And they went to another space. And then we find out that we're, we were stable for job and those got laid off. Those 75, 75% of the people got laid off. Wow. So one oh closed, we closed and that's it, you know? But yeah. when the time comes, when it's your time to go, then that door is going to open up and you walk right in. And that's what happened. My, finally, that one door opened up. They let me go for my job. And four months later, I ended up getting a job in the AV industry. So yeah. that's pretty much how it happened for me. That's yeah, some challenges along the way, but eventually I made it. Yeah, you made it through, right? And it's interesting that, you know, you did a few courses. You know, you said you, you were going to, you did the business course. And, and look, trust me, I've done that. I'm great at starting things and sometimes not finishing them, right? It's, uh, <laughs> it's something, something I'm trying to work on. Well, I am working on. Yes. But I, I believe, you know, what you're calling is calling you. And, that, and that, that magnetic force for you was getting, it was there in the background. It was getting stronger and stronger. And that's why you probably didn't finish the other courses because you knew probably in your subconscious that your heart wasn't in it. It was a waste of your time. And that eventually you would get to where you really wanted to get to. Exactly. Mm, it's funny, funny how the path comes together, isn't it? But it, yes. it, it, like it was pulling you towards it. I know you, I know you're a great believer in that. What you're calling is calling you. Yes. Yes, yes. I mean, I, I take it back to like, even I was a youth pastor at once and youth just kept on calling out to me, just youth, youth. How can I provide spiritual guidance? How can I mentor them? It was just always in my head, day, night, youth. What can I do for them? How can I serve them? How can I make, you know, help them grow as a young person and not mm. worry about fitting in and all this other stuff? It was just calling out to me. That's what I knew that I was called to be a, a youth pastor or called to work with young people because it calls out to you. As much as you try to put that, push that thing away, you know, like, ah, oh, it's not for me or your, or your doubts or your chatter or your fear. That thing just keeps on coming up and coming up and coming up. Like perfect example for me. I know right now in my life, I'm called to be a speaker. I know because it's just in me. It's there day and night. Like I want to be a speaker. I want to inspire people. I want to motivate people. I want to help people get unstuck so they can live their lives to the fullest potential. That's my desire. It just calls out to me. So I know I'm called to do this. And I know one day, just like I knew that why not get paid and do what I love to do? Why not do what you love to do and get paid for it? Same thing with speaking. Why yep. not do what I love yep. to do and speak and get paid for it? If I can the do next, it, anybody yeah. else can do it. Yes, I'll share that dream with you. That's part of the reason why I do these podcasts because it gives me a great platform to speak on and to get to know people and explore people's stories and struggles to success. And of course, it gives my guests, you know, you on this occasion, to, to let their voice be heard and their story because... People may forget what you say, they may forget what you do, but they'll never forget a good, impactful story. And mm -hmm. um, it's a perfect place to share them. And I think, in fact, I don't think I know that you are a great speaker and I believe mm -hmm. that I'm going to be seeing you and look forward to seeing you up on some stages soon. And I think you're perfectly placed. You know, the stage is virtual at the moment. It's going to be like mm -hmm. that for a minute. Yes. You know, we don't know when it's going to change, but it will change, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't believe, people say things have changed forever. I don't quite believe that. I think that things have changed and they will change for a while. But I think, you know, 10 years from now, we'll be just back to how we used to be. You know, exactly. big things like this have happened in the world before and they got back to normal. It will take a while. Exactly. But at the moment, the digital the digital stage is the stage. And, mm -hmm. and what, what better place could you be as a professional in AV to present yourself well, crisp and clear? And, I mean, let's really talk about that because – 
live streaming, presenting yourself online, your voice, you could have the best voice in the world, the best story, the best message. But if you can't be seen and heard clearly on the technical end, then that's really going to work against you. So we're going to move into that now. It's talking, about, you know, talking about camera, lighting, microphone setup in this world that has rapidly and dramatically changed in the past few months, and we've gone from physical stages to online stages. What tell us some of the most important things that you think uh, are relevant for cameras, lighting, microphone setup? You got it. You got it. First of all. The most important thing is sound. Even if you can't see me and, and there may be a little, you know, blurry or whatever. The important thing is I want this sound. You can hear the message. That's the most important thing. Sound has to be on point. So me, I'm using a Yeti X microphone. Uh, There's a USB microphone. You can plug it right into your laptop. You also have the regular uh, U, uh Yeti Nano. So another USB microphone says so one option out there. It costs about $100. So the, and the Yeti X, the one I have is like about $160. Uh, that's the price range for that. Uh, but again, sound audio is the most important thing because if you can't see me for whatever reason, the screen just go black. If I'm sharing a story and it's very impactful, you still have the audio. That's most mm -hmm. you should like being on a video conference call. But now, um, as far as cameras go, you can use a webcam. I don't, if, if possible, if you can avoid using your laptop camera, you know, if that's oh. something you have. Awesome. Great. That's great. But if you can invest, if you have money to invest, invest in the Right now, the cheapest thing or the most budgety, the, the most yeah, budget camera is like a webcam, uh, Logitech C920. Yeah. You have the Brio. So, you know, look at any of the Logitech uh, cameras. If you want to go a little up, it's more like a few hundred dollars. I currently have the uh, Sony A51. Uh, that's okay. uh, yeah, it's about four, four, five hundred dollars. Then you, is that uh, what you're using right now? Correct. Yes, I am doing oh, using yeah, the Sony yeah. A51. So that's like one of those. Cameras, the DLS, DSL cameras. Right. Um, exactly. So, and then after that is the A6100, uh, which is above this one, which is the next one above the 5100 is great for uh, streaming. And if you want to add the lens to make it even clearer and crisp, they have the Sigma, Sony Sigma 16 millimeter with yeah. 1.4 aperture. The whole aperture, just really quick, that gives you like the, the blurry, uh, blurry background. So if you okay. see some videos of people going live, they have like the blurry background. That's what yeah. it does. The aperture gives it a, a blurry background and it makes it more light comes in. So you don't have to use as much light when you have the, uh, the lenses. Uh, as Go far ahead. as lighting goes, I have a 19-inch uh, ring light right in front of me here. And uh, you can get it smaller if you want or, or not bigger, but smaller if you want. It's uh, newer. It's N-E-W-W-E-R. It's a 19-inch but you also have like the 12-inch, and I got it on Amazon. Yeah. Um, and right behind me, you see you have the uh, the LED light, like the purple fuchsia color. I have a small LED light on back of me. It changes colors. I can change it right now if you want. Uh, I'm not sure what color we're on now. Oh, demo. Oh, demo. Mm. There you go. Oh, look, that's cool. Like, you know, every color you can imagine there, so. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. So that's the light. It's that's like thirty dollars. It came with like a pack of two, and I just face it up on the wall, and it changes the color, gives it a little more, you know, look there. So and uh, yeah, that's about it for for cameras and, and and equipment. Yeah, I use I'm using right now a Logitech Stream, mate. Okay. Like a the specific series. I think it's kind of a level up from the um from the kind of Logitech CM range. But it, yeah, to do the job. But what you're talking about there with the Sony stuff. So is that a digital SLR that you're then plugging into the computer? 
to yes, use. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Yeah. Okay. You need a capture card for that as well. I'm sorry. You need a capture card for that as well. So you put it in yeah. here. And Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So I'll see some people using them, and I think, uh, yeah, that looks. I mean, if you, if you can afford it, right, as well. But that looks right. like yes, the yes. best setup. Yeah, that's why I mentioned the webcams. You know, it's a little more affordable, it's budgety, and you mm. can try that, and that'll that'll do the job. That'll do the job. And and the important thing, like me and you both know this, because we, we when we tried to do your show the first time, my connection wasn't good enough, and I had to go to my office to get a good, better connection. Connection's essential, right? Because yeah, yes. you can have the best equipment, again, you can have the best voice, but if your connection's not solid, um, it's going to work against you. You could be midway through your speech. You can start dropping out. Your picture can start pixelating. And when you're in a live format like we are now, that can be pretty difficult to come back from. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I even say to people, you know, it's it's important, even if you've got a great connection at home, if two or three other people at home are watching Netflix, uh, it's gonna it's gonna throttle your bandwidth right down, and you're mm -hmm. actually you're not gonna be able to present very well. So it's important just to, if you go if you're gonna go live, I think have that chat with people in the house. Hey kids, no Netflix. Just give me just give me a sixty minutes here. No Netflix. No <laughs> exactly. game. No Xbox. No yeah. PS4. And one yeah. important thing: uh, connect your your laptop straight to the the router instead of doing Wi-Fi. It's faster. So if you're doing Wi-Fi. It's not as you know reliable, not as faster as plugging your you know your laptop into the router directly. So if you can do that, great. Yeah, that's the best case scenario, right? Hardwiring to mm -hmm. you know if you've got sockets around the house. Some people have sockets around the house, or if not, just straight into your into your router. Um, if you can, right? I must admit, I, I actually here in Australia, it's interesting. The internet is that slow that you can mm. get down a phone line. It's actually, you're actually better off just having four or 5G on your phone, mm, which, right. is, which is what I'm using right now. It's not ideal. If mm. I'm at the office, I hardwire it in, it's better. Um, but yeah, I guess it's about doing what you can with what you have, but yeah, I mean, let's recap. The best setup you can have, right, is an SLR plugged in to your, your PC, and then a hardwire connection, and then a microphone. Everyone's using the Yetis, right? Mm -hmm. if, if you're talking, anyone about what microphone to use it's always the yeti mm -hmm. yep. and it's a good brand name as well a good brand names always do well you know you're not going to forget exactly. a name like yeti exactly so, exactly so i was going to say recommend the best gear to buy but we've we've already covered that now some do's and don'ts on camera give us maybe a couple of three of each sure so don't so let's start with the don'ts don't set your camera on a table on a desk when recording or streaming please do not it's like are you looking down at the camera. It's like no, just set up, set up at eye level. So if you can purchase a, a tripod if possible, or or if you don't have you know the, the money, that's okay. Set up books. Do something so you can elevate the camera. So it could be at eye level. Right now, the camera I'm looking at right now is at eye level. Now I may be looking a little bit this way because I have an issue with my eyes. I have this thing called double vision where I see two of everything. So if I kind of look to the sides because I'm compensating, so I don't look, I don't see two of everything. But keep it at eye level. That way you're looking straight at the camera. That brings me to point number two. Do not look at the screen, whether it's a laptop, whether it's a, uh, a your phone. Keep your eyes on the camera at all times. Keep your eyes on the camera. Unless you're looking at the comments, you go on live, you want to look at the comments, you look to the side, look to the comments, or leave, you know, put the comments or your laptop close to your camera so you don't have to look completely away. But please, please, please focus on the pretty much let, give you a perfect example. You know, this is let's say I'm live streaming, I'm recording. And I decided to look at the screen. This is how it's gonna look. Hey guys, what's going on? I want to thank you for joining today. My name is Lewis. There's no connection because I'm not looking at you. 
So yeah. if I'm right now, do you feel like I'm talking to you now because I'm I'm, I'm looking at the at the camera? You feel like I'm talking yeah. to you? Perfect. Yeah. If I'm talking down here, I'm just talking. It's like like if you're face to face with somebody and you're looking at their shirt as you're talking to them, or you're looking at the picture behind them, you have to keep your eyes focused on the camera. I know it's hard. It's it's not the easiest thing. It takes a lot of getting used to because we're used to when we go on FaceTime, we look at the screen because we're talking to the person. But when you're live streaming, when you're recording, your eyes have to stay focused. Yes. So one thing yeah. I recommend, uh, practice doesn't make perfect, but it makes improve. You you get much better. So practice. If you have to turn off your phone and just pick up your phone and just look at the camera the whole time, hey, what's going on? And just practice looking at the camera with the screen off, the laptop. Dim it down or just turn it off and just look at the using your, your the camera on your laptop. Just dim the screen and just focus on the camera. Just talk to the camera. Talk for a minute. Talk for two minutes and just. After, we got to reprogram our minds, you know, and how we do yes. things. We have to focus yes. on the camera. So that's tip number two. Focus on the camera, not the screen. And tip number three, don't be like, don't try and be like somebody else. Be yourself. Be you. From, you know, perfect example. I can't, when, you know, if I'm motivating, I'm inspiring people. I can't try and be like Les Brown. As great as he is, he is his own person. He is unique. I can't try and be like, oh, behave. That's not like me, it's not, you know, or, or thank you. This is a pump pleasing pleasure to when I can't, that's not me. That's not me. That's Les Brown. That's he's unique. That's his flow. That's the way he flows. I have to be the way God created me to be. You know, if I'm funny, if I'm outgoing, then be that. If I'm more soft-spoken, be you. Don't try and be, be like anybody else. Nobody's, people are not looking for imitators. They're looking for authenticity. They're looking for an original. They're looking for uniqueness. So be you. Forget about what you think, what people may say about you, or whatever the case may be, you be you. People are looking for that. So be you. Now, do. Do be <laughs> Be prepared. Be prepared. If you're going to go live streaming, if you're really good at that, we can just come up with things at the top of your head and just talk. Awesome. But if not, just have some bullet points down. Write down what you're going to talk about, what the order. First, I'm going to talk about this. Then I'm going to talk about that. Then I'm going to talk about this. Have a plan. Have an agenda for your stream, for your, even for your recording, too, because you don't want to be like, yeah, so, all right, next, I'm going to talk about. No, you want to be on point. You want things to flow nice and good. So have bullet points. Have an agenda ready. Uh, practice. Practice, practice, practice. You want to get better at your craft? Practice. Michael Jordan just wasn't a player on his own. He got kicked out. Of, he, he didn't make it to his, his high school uh, basketball team the first year. But what he did, he hustled. He practiced day and night, practiced day and night, and he made it into the basketball team the next year. Okay. And even in college, in college, they were seeing that he was, like, playing mediocre, and, and he was mediocre. He wasn't – he was average. But he started practicing and practicing, and he mastered his craft, and he got better. And now he's, like, a GOAT, the greatest of all time. LeBron James, perfect example. Stephen Curry, who can make threes, you know, from half court without looking pretty much. They practice, practice, practice. You want to get better at speaking, get in front of a camera, record yourself, see the way you talk. If you're talking too fast, sometimes I do that. I got to practice that more. Um, talking with your hands too much, moving it too much, whatever it may be, just practice, practice, practice. Whatever it may be, if it's not speaking, if it's anything else, practice your craft so you can master it. And, uh, Last but not least, when it comes to live streaming, I highly recommend that you do a test call either the day before or an hour, at least an hour before the actual call, depending if the person has never used the, the software before, 
There could be some audio issues. There could be some camera issues. You never know what can go wrong. If you're going live at eight o'clock and you're joining for the first time, there may be some issues trying to fix the audio or camera in 15 minutes or 30 minutes. But if you have an hour, that's enough time. Or we practice or you know, test it out the, the day before. The person that you're interviewing feels comfortable, you know, and knows how to work the system and 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 the software. And if they have, they have any questions, they can ask. And and yeah, so those are my three do's and don'ts. Great do's and don'ts, and and I can resonate with a lot of them because the way I have this set up with with looking at the screen thing, I know mm-hmm. for my first few episodes, I really wasn't doing it very well because you are, and I have to get this right because my right's my left and my left's my right. You are on my right, which appears to be my left as the camera looks at me. So mm-hmm. I want to look at you when you're speaking, and, and that's how humans interact, right? They look exactly. at each other's faces. Exactly. For the purposes of the audience and connecting with the audience, I have to look here because that's where the camera is. Right. So it's, it's a funny one. And then now, because I, obviously I'm keeping in touch with the comments on the side, I'm wanting to drop your mm-hmm. social media handles in so people can connect with you. I want to drop your YouTube channel in. And so I'm having to look at, you know, copy and paste that from the notes into the comments and, and look for feedback. But yeah, if what well, I want to be engaging and I want to talk to you and you, right. I want you to listen to me and feel what I'm saying, right. I have to look here, which is, again, it's funny because I'm just looking at a small dot at the top of the camera, but exactly. I can see you right here. And I'm kind of like, <laughs> like that. It's, it's, it's a funny thing. You just, like you say, practice, practice. Exactly. Practice. Exactly. And when it comes to live streaming, it's okay to be like, all right, let me see my question here or, or, you know, let me look it over here for, because yeah. you're live streaming. This is live. You have to see the comments and, hey, oh, wait, uh, Joshua said, hey, what's going on, guys? Okay, hey, what's going on, Joshua? Then you look at the camera. You get the comments, then look at the camera, talk to them. And that's how it pretty much works. And one last thing. When you're live streaming, you know, if you're like in a, in a TV studio, everything has to be professional, everything has to be good. When you're live streaming, just be you. If something goes wrong, be like, oh, wait, hold on. I'm sorry, guys. You know, the, the microphone is having issues. Let me fix this here. It is what it is. It's live stream. You know, people want to see me more. I have a note. I have a window just here at, at the, in front of me at the back of the screen. And I have a note on the window. I actually wrote this for the Power Voice Summit. When I was speaking there, but I decided to keep it there because it's always relevant, right? There it's you always go. relevant whenever you're presenting. Have fun, smile lots, enjoy, be honest, and be yourself. You know, you you can't be anyone else at the end of the day. You can you can, exactly. try, you can try and pretend, but that's not authentic, and people will will sense that sooner or later. Exactly. And you can enjoy. You're gonna when you're authentic, when you're being yourself, when you're being honest and truthful with the audience and the camera and the screen, you're gonna have a lot more fun. The audience is gonna enjoy it more. It's gonna be a lot more organic. But mm. it can take you a little bit of time to I know it took me a few episodes to to, mm. to one just speak how I speak. I, I had this thing mm. where I wanted to speak in kind of a, a posh, more well spoken, articulate English accent because I was worried that people wouldn't be able to understand me because of my mm. My, my Birmingham accent, which is quite thick. And if I'm speaking to my mates, it's a lot thicker, right? So, mm. yeah, it's about, you know, being clear and articulated and, and pushing through that that nervous part. It's normal. It's 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 normal exactly. for everyone to be nervous on camera. You know, it's one of the, the biggest fears of, of many people is, is speaking publicly. But mm-hmm. I believe if you just stay cool, calm, collected, maybe have a cup of coffee, cup of tea on the side, whatever your, whatever your beverage is. Uh, probably not alcohol. <laughs> keep it, no, no, keep, no, no. keep it cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, like other, other simple little things. I would say, like have a glass of water handy. You know, there's nothing. 
nothing worse than particularly if you're speaking for an hour 90 minutes you get a bit raspy you need something to refresh your exactly. refresh your your palate and and your throat mm-hmm. uh, the one thing that i'd also like to recap on there is what you said is you know jump in i was about to say jump on everyone's using that phrase jump on jump on the call you're not jumping anywhere are you sat there in the room <laughs> but join join the you know the stream mm-hmm. i say mi- minimum on a, um if you're not used to doing it particular 15 20 minutes mm-hmm. half an hour even if someone's never used the technology before you know you want to get on there really maybe even have a test call with them and then get on on the day that you scheduled 20 minutes half an hour before because they their their internet their bandwidth could be being used by someone else in the house and mm. they're not going to know that until they jump in with you so if you only leave it five minutes they might not have time to run down to the basement and then upstairs to tell the kids to get off the wi-fi <laughs> you need a bit of time yeah that comes in again to being being prepared so yeah i hope, hope some people got some some value from that and uh i know you've been doing a lot in our power voice group to help people with your with your technical end and there's been a lot of engagement in the, in the feedback you've been you've been giving out in there so good on you for doing that because awesome. it's, it's a space that's rapidly changed like i said mm-hmm. in the past few months and everyone's having to adjust to that you know whether you're a speaker and you've been i was speaking to ian harvey yesterday he's been speaking for over 30 years you know last year he had 170 flights um all around the world speaking and his business just kind of dropped off now he thought mm-hmm. oh look couple of months is going to be done i think a lot of people thought that and that's not how it played out it, it became something that's been a lot more long tail and people have had to evolve you know evolve or become extinct is one thing i like to say and, and you've got to you've got to evolve with it you've got to roll with it and that can be challenging to different people for different reasons you know some people just don't like using the technology particularly if they're a little bit older but it's 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 happening it's the future and it's here and if you want to be seen and heard in mm-hmm. in a space where attention is the new currency how are you going to get that attention with content how are you going to produce the content you're going to have to have good audio and visual and a solid connection to to be able to present online so yeah, yeah i hope i hope what we've uh, said there is, is give give the audience i want to move on here and talk on about mindset with you brother because i know you're a big believer in mindset and and you're someone who invests time into yourself to develop yours hone yours and and get you through them times in life because it is a roller coaster you know if you live in we're all going through something and we've all been through things and a strong mindset is what's going to keep you in the game to get you through them times mm-hmm. now there's a particular mindset and it, it's just something i'd really heard a lot about before i'd heard it in in tracks uh jay-z's got a track talks about new york state of mind i think the original one i might be wrong here came from billy joel about new york state of mind but and i i, I kind of looked at it before the call and i thought what does new york state of mind mean i know you're from new york originally um and maybe hey look i'll let you tell us what does you new york state of mind mean to be honest i never really to be honest never really heard it yeah, I never really, I, I've heard it, but I never really, never really looked into it, to be honest. You know, so I, 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 I can think what it, maybe what it means, you know, it's yeah. like, the sky's the limit, you know, it's like New York, the lights, like, that, that's the way you want to make it, that's the way you need to make it in New York City. Because that's what it You got it. Because I look at the, the, de- the definition, right? It's probably just an urban thing, right? Whatever it is, what you perceive it to be. But the definition is creating your own rules, creating your own path, creating your own lane and not. No, you're not having to like conform to the social norms and just 
sticking with a job that you don't like just because it pays the bills and you don't see any better for yourself and you know following doing things that just other people around you do because you think well I, I really don't aspire to more I've got no better idea so I see that it's interesting that you don't know what it is but I see that you are someone who who has done that and adopted that state of mind and 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 tell me like what mindset do you think you what's the essential ingredients to a mindset from to, to, to be able to turn something that's your passion something that you love into your your paycheck your your reality the mindset is just i guess being determined like no matter how long it takes you're going to make it happen one way or another you're not going to give up you know i've had that desire since i was 25 years old you know to work in the av industry and i tried and tried and tried that it happened so one day the door just happened i mean the, the, the door just opened and it just happened you know yeah. so just being determined no matter what comes my way no matter what obstacles happens no matter how long it takes look at Colonel Sanders at KFC, it took him by the age of 60 to open up Kentucky Fried Chicken. And yeah. that's how long it took. Thank God for me. I'm sorry? I didn't, sorry, I didn't know 60. I didn't know he was at all yeah. by the time I got it done. Yeah, so for me, it, yeah. took, me, it took me 15 years to accomplish yeah. my dreams. You know, maybe I had, you know, I could have I been earlier, but I can't focus on why this person it took two years or three years. And for me, it took me 15 years. And maybe another person could take, you know, 20 years. My journey is my journey. My path is my path. And I learned some things along the way. And one thing I, 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 that really stuck out to me is that, and I want to let everybody know, that no matter what job you have right now, don't, you're there for a reason. And every job that I had led me to the next job, to the next job. I'm going to give you a quick round on how it happened. After high school, I got a job uh, as a sales assistant, a sales assistant in a dealership. I didn't like it, you know, I, I personally, but you know, it's a job, you've right out of high school, why not work? Right? So I did that job because I had the sales experience, sales, I didn't have no sales experience, the sales manager was doing everything. I was just like a little guinea pig and you know, oh yeah, yeah, see, see this car. But because I had the sales experience there, I got a job in the healthcare industry that they needed sales experience. So I was there for nine years. You know, for the first five years, I enjoyed it. I had a company car, I was doing, you know, going to houses, renewing people's insurance. It was a, an awesome job. Five years after that, I'm working in hospitals and, and doctor's offices. And I'm like, why am I here? And I, again, like I said before, I tried looking for other jobs. I tried doing the AV industry. Nothing was happening. That door was closed. So it was nine years of, of me just of five good years. And then another four years of like, I don't, I'm tired. I don't want to go to work. But after those nine years were up, then that door opened. And when I went to the interview at, the, uh, at, at a bank, they said, look, yes, you have the AV experience, not corporate, but you have AV experience for, you know, 15 plus years. But we're looking for somebody who not only has AV experience, but has the customer service experience. And because uh, you have customer service experience yeah. from working at the healthcare industry for nine years, put yeah. that together, you're the perfect person for the job. So yeah, yeah. don't despise whatever job you have right now. If it's like you're tired of going to it, just know that you're there for a reason and a purpose. And in due time, that door is going to open up. You've been trying to look for jobs for God knows how long and nobody wants to call you back. Oh, yeah, we'll call you back in a few weeks and nothing. Just know that you're there for a reason. And when the time is right, that door's going to open up and you're going to your next job. And eventually you end up where you need to be. So that's how it happened. Yeah, that's it, man. It's a great way to look at it. Stepping stones, right? They're all stepping mm -hmm. stones. And whatever you're going through, it has a purpose. You might not, you, like, uh, like Les Brown says, right, you can't see the picture while you're in the frame. Mm -hmm. But if you... And I think I'd like to expand on that. But if you know the picture that you're trying to paint, you know, if you know, if you know the why of 
where you want to get to, what you want to do, do then the how doesn't matter. You just got to keep progressing, keep moving. And sometimes it might feel like you're going backwards, right? And actually, sometimes it's like that, you know, like you've told in your story there that you took a couple of steps forward in some places and then you take a couple of steps back. But as long as and like the macro, the the big the bigger picture is that you're trending in the right direction. Just keep exactly. going, just keep going. Never, never, ever, 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 ever give up. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Man, I've had a lot of fun with you here, and I think we're possibly going to have the most fun at the end. Something that you did with me on your show was the rapid fire questions at the end, and I've been doing it with people since. And thanks for giving me the hot tip because it's a lot of fun. And let's fly into some here, right? <clears throat> let's see. Do let's it, do you believe in aliens? No, I do not. No, he does not. I firm that. If you're stuck on a desert island and the desert island is deserted, there's no one else there, there's nothing else really there, what are the three things you would need? Three things you would need. That's a good question. I don't know what would I need. If it's nothing here, what would I need? Come to mind. No, I don't know. You won't need a phone because there's no cell towers, no, no, no. <laughs> so what I need? I don't know. Food, water, you know, carry me food, water so I can eat and stay alive and drink so I don't dehydrate and clothes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, what's your favorite place to go on holiday? Holiday, family's house. Family's okay. house very, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, go to family's house, have a good time. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. What is your fear, Louis Sandoval? I'm firing that right back at you because I know you asked me. <laughs> well, I, I'll give you two because it, you know, it, it, it's, it's. I don't know if it's a fear, but it's like I always said to myself, I don't want to be at the, at the end of my life and look back. And I always said, I don't know why, being a rocking chair, rocking back and forth, looking at my, uh, you know, looking back at my life and saying, man, I never really pursued my dreams and that, you know, I never. Yeah, I never pursued my dreams. I never took a risk. I never took a you know step forward. You know, I don't want to look back and be like, man, I regret not going for that job or starting my own business or you know striving to be a speaker and just stepping out and be a speaker. I don't want to regret that. I want to be at the end of my life and be like, you know what? I tried, even if it failed and it didn't work out. At least I tried, you know, or I, I gave it a shot and I, I made it. God, thank you. Perfect example. I know this is a rapid fire question. I'm going a little longer, but I just got to bring this. Right to cut it up, man. Chadwick Boseman, you know, who, who recently died at the age of 42, 43 at my age, he said this. He was like, I hope that at the end of my life, when I'm on my deathbed before God, I can say, God, I use everything you gave me. Every gift, every talent, I used it all. And I want to be the same way. Like, at the end of my life, God, I used it all. Every talent, every gift, every dream that was inside of me, I accomplished it and I did it all. And that's 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 one of my, you know, I guess you could say fear. I, I don't want to be at the end of my life and be like, man, I, I, I didn't do what I wanted to do because I was afraid of what people may think. Or I was afraid of failing. Or I'm afraid of whatever it may be, you know. Um, the second thing, to be honest, I'm afraid of death. I, I, I'm afraid of death. You know, even though I'm a believer, but it's like, you know, when you die, it's like you won't see your family more. You won't see, you know, but I don't want to get too depressed, too depressed and just scrap fire fun. That's one of my fears. But, but yeah, back to the I want to yeah. talk to dreams. That's awesome, man. I love that. And, and yeah, thanks for being honest and transparent there. But I think that's a great way to wrap things up, you know. And there's that first fear there of you of you feeling like that when you get to your later years in life. It's just not going to happen for you, bro, because you're already working towards them dreams and goals. And look, this next chapter is coming for you as a speaker. And I can't wait to see that unfold and develop for you. Now, 
Where can people find you, Lewis, if they want to know more about you? Sure. So Motivation Lou on Instagram, Motivation underscore Lou, L-U. And on YouTube, Motivation Lou. So Motivation L-U. And right after this, here, I'm going to post the interview that I had with Jake. So make sure you check it out. Right after this, I'm going to go and post it. And you guys can check it out. It was an awesome, awesome uh, interview. So check it out. Subscribe, like, give us a comment, give me a comment. All the good things, all the good things. And I've dropped those links both in the comments for everyone so you can um, get get them whether you're watching now, live or later. Lewis, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. Thanks so much for spending some time with me today. Thank you for having me. It was was an honor. It was a pleasure. Thanks, man. Take care. Enjoy the rest of your evening. You too. See you, everyone.